You get more out of life when you go out to a movie. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hello, welcome once again to Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, uh, a podcast that's part of the Dark Discussions podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? Good. Excellent. And in the Canadian province of Alberta, Canada? Hey, everyone. It's Sean. Hope you're doing well. Sean, how are you? I'm doing good. Excellent. And in the state of Wisconsin? Hello, how are you doing? And who's who's that speaking? Oh, I'm sorry. This is Amy. Amy, how are you? And uh, what's the podcast you sometimes do, but it's been rare recently? <laughs> um, yes, I do the Fishnets and Phantoms podcast. That's right. And you can find that on the Dark Discussions uh, News Network whenever uh, there one is when it becomes available. Uh, but uh, for folks who are curious what the Dark Discussions News Network it is, it is uh, a website uh, at www.darkdiscussions.com where you can go to and find all sorts of podcasts, including this one, as well as the original podcast, Dark Discussions Podcast, and many more. Um, also, there's news articles and release notices and things of that nature on the um, website as well. And you can find the podcast uh, pretty much wherever podcasts are found. You can contact us at, by emailing us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com or go to darkdiscussions.com and press the contact us link on the menu at the top of every page and it'll open up a form where you can type in an email and it will come to us that way as well. Uh, for any emails that are sent to us, we will read your emails on the podcast as long as, of course, they're not uh, silly troll emails, uh, though we haven't had many of those recently. Um, all right. So um, what we do here on this podcast, who uh, for folks who are new to uh, this podcast and have just found us, uh, basically we try to talk about uh, genre films. Uh, we do interviews. We have reviewed books in the past, uh, but uh, basically sci-fi, horror, fantasy, thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, grand house, art house, midnight movies, foreign films, um, and things of that nature, cult films, drive-in films, midnight movies, and whatnot. We basically try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. Uh, we were supposed to have uh, one other co-host, Johnny, from Massachusetts, uh, but unfortunately he cannot make it due to uh, food poisoning. Uh, however, he did see the film. And um, I know also uh, another p uh, person, um, the man is named Kevin Letts of uh, Missouri, and he was going to join us too, but he had something better to do, which was head to Orlando and enjoy Disney World. Um, nah. But he did. 
I can be yeah, nice. Yeah, um, he, he did say he sent an email, though. Let me verify that, uh, to give his thoughts. But I'm assuming it's about the film. And, of course, I'm trying to open up my email. And uh, I'm uh, either typing the password wrong or is it taking too long to load up. But uh, here it is. It just came up. Um, all right. I see emails from Amy. Uh, I okay, Kevin. Uh, uh, Kevin Lutz. Yeah, all right. This email he sent uh, a few days ago, but uh, I don't think that's the one that he was referring to. But it is what it is. So uh, we will uh, not worry about Kevin's email at this time. Um, all right. So uh, we are here to uh, discuss um, a new movie. Uh, basically, it's a screener that was uh, given to us. And we um, are able to um, review it. Uh, it came out today, which for folks who are curious, we're recording this on February 8th, 2022. Uh, the f- film, uh, well, we'll, we'll discuss in a second, but uh, Barry, what, what, what is this film? What's the name of it and, and such? Um, this film is called Student Body. Uh, it's a slasher film, I guess I would classify it as. Um, and it's about what 100 and uh 100 or so minutes long maybe a little longer Sounds yeah about yeah about 138 or something like that uh, or yeah. or you know or 98 minutes or something of that nature um yeah. yeah so the film uh is directed by someone named Lee Ann Kerr and stars a bunch of people I don't know uh the one person of note is Holly Quinn Smith is in it, um, who is happens to be Kevin Smith's daughter. Oh. Uh, she's, she's one of the co-stars. That uh, explains the name then. <laughs> yeah, I've seen her in uh, one of his movies as well. Uh, the One of the Jay and Silent Bob movies. Gotcha. Um, all right, so let's uh, listen to the trailer. Real mature. This problem is a lot like the last one. Anyone want to give it a try? Can we stop talking about school and put our considerable free thinking brains to good use? Like raiding Rakowski's whiskey stash. Rakowski's got a whiskey stash? Raid on Friday night. I've got one. The lowest price to kill the person you hate the most. Coach Ramirez, 10 grand? No. No, please. (laughs) I don't think I would. Why not? Frenchie, are you okay? French? kinds of people, Jane. Little people, hammer people. And it's my job to make you pick up the hammer. Wait, what about the vents? And how would that actually get us out of here? Where do you think we are, Jurassic Park? The trailer has been played, um, and I guess we can get into uh, what we thought about the film, so we're going to give up a little 
review each of us, our opinions, and then we will do a uh, uh, description of the film, and then we will get into discussing general things about the film, and then finally get into the spoiler section, and we will throw up a spoiler alert when we get to that section. So uh, let's start with you, uh, Barrett. Um, it, I can't say that I thought it was the greatest film I've ever seen, and I wouldn't say it's the worst. Uh, I enjoyed watching it. There are a few slow points and a few issues with the script. I thought most of the acting was fine. There was there were a few that were not as strong performances. Uh, I really liked the guy who plays the teacher, um, and I liked the main actress. Um, I thought that dynamic was pretty well done. Uh, but eh, all in all, I enjoyed it generally just had a few issues with it all right sounds good uh amy i um i really wanted to like the movie more than i did i started watching it and i was really interested in it i was like oh where's this going like this is really fascinating and um i started to watch it at work and i could not continue watching it at work because it disappeared. And um, then I was uh, very happily able to get it back today and uh, watched it and um, was kind of disappointed as how as to how it ended up going. Um, I have some questions, but I'm going to leave them till later because I think that they might get spoily. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was a good movie. I don't again like uh Barrett said I don't think it's the best movie but I thought it was a, it was a very good movie. Um it seemed like they really were um they were really grasping like how to make the movie and how to get it done how to get like certain feelings across but they didn't have their central tone locked enough to convey it completely. Um but yeah other than that I liked it a lot. All right. Sounds good. Um, yeah, for me, um, yeah, I, I uh, thought it was going to be uh, interesting. I thought it was going to be more similar to like seance or mm-hmm. initiation or some other high school slash college slasher flick. Um, but uh, it was it was definitely much different. Um, the first 40 minutes or so was uh, interesting. As, as uh, Amy mentioned, it was more of a character development rather than um slasher so when when the slasher does happen it uh happens late into the film um so some people may be surprised and be curious what they were watching because um it was more of a um a high school um drama i guess uh early yep um also um the the movie doesn't have too many uh individuals that could be the the guilty party, mm-hmm. um, and and uh, unless they threw a do ex machina, but uh, I think that may be somewhat of an issue because you kind of pretty much guess where they were going um, or who was going to be the guilty party uh, pretty quickly once the slashing begins because most of the main characters are all together and unless they're in cahoots with the murderer, um, you know, like two murderers, uh, pretending they're just one, um, then you're pretty much going to guess 
probably who who the guilty party is. So um, unless I'm, it was I'm, completely I'm, someone you hadn't seen in the film at all, and that would right, have been the, lame. Yeah. The do, that, <laughs> yeah, that would have been the that's the, that, yeah yeah exactly do do ex machina. So um, I'm kind of with Barrett. Um, mostly uh that it was just okay um i mean i I didn't hate the film um i didn't love it but uh while i was watching it it was okay i mean i i wasn't uh upset that i watched it put it that way uh but it definitely wasn't uh one of the better slashers um i know barrett me and you when we were discussing the the 2021 um recap episode there was a we're talking about some of the slashes and i read a quote from an article that listed a bunch of slashes, including initiation and a few others and uh, the new wave of slashes. And I don't know if this one would fit uh, Mm -hmm. with that. That first 40 minutes, you're right. is just, it's too much character development to be a slasher (laughs) and there's not enough slashing even at the end to make it a enough of a slasher in my (laughs) opinion. Yeah. 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 And for, for folks who are looking for a true slasher, uh, most of the violence is, off camera that this felt like a, a pg-13 uh horror film um and yeah, of course good way to describe it. yep yeah yeah exactly and the exploitation elements uh there really wasn't many either so uh and and even the profanities wouldn't have brought it to an r rating um so yeah um all right that's my feeling so let's go with you sean uh so i'm not usually a slasher fan so i will say that i was uh surprised by how this movie went you guys already touched on it like spending the first 40 minutes basically building the characters which is fine and i had no problems with uh and then the slashing wasn't super gory so that's fine with me Uh, i wouldn't say it was a standout movie that's for sure i don't think it's bad i don't think it's great so it's like again just kind of in the middle with it uh the one thing i will say that is just where my mind goes is right at the start of the movie. And it's not spoilery is the music that they're playing at the start of the movie reminded me like of saved by the bell. <laughs> I was like, Oh, <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> and I couldn't stop thinking that. <laughs> so my apologies, but that's where my mind went. <laughs> yeah. It felt like a less family friendly saved by the bell. <laughs> I was like, where's Zach Morris? When's he going to save the day? <laughs> So, and I would give the teacher, he looked a little like Mr. Belding, maybe, but <laughs> um, yeah. So anyways, as I say, like for me, it was, you know, nothing I'm going to write home about, but it wasn't a bad experience. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, all right. So um, seems like everybody was average to middle of the road type for the film. Uh, with Amy maybe liking it the best. Um, so let's get into a uh, wiki or, or IMDb. Well, there's not, there's not a Wikipedia page that I could find, and the IMDb summary is a little long. There's no synopsis. So I'll read the summary. I don't think it's that yeah. spoilery. Yeah, so. read that. It's like three or four sentences. Yeah. High school student Jane Shipley seeks to mend her splintering relationship with childhood best friend Merritt and fit in with her rebellious peers. When Jane's math teacher oversteps his bounds, an apathetic high school administration forces Jane and Merritt to take matters into their own hands, driving their relationship into further turmoil and inciting deadly consequences. 
That's not right. what happened. <laughs> what, what, what's that? What's That's that not what happened. <laughs> that is not what that movie was about. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a bizarre. It looks like it, someone. I don't I don't know who wrote it, but it's there. Yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't give anything away, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a really um, bad Cole's notes version. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get into all that um before we, we uh get into the spoiler alerts uh and again, we'll throw that out. Um we will discuss general stuff about the film. Um and I have to uh say yeah. Go on. I didn't like any of the characters except for the main girl. I mean, they all right. were all, well, assholes. all right. Well, yeah. All right. Well, all right. So let me finish. Um, so for listeners, uh, the reason we do uh, a spoiler section is, is because this podcast just doesn't review films. We also dissect and critique uh, films. So we go into uh, specific scenes and try to decipher symbolisms and what the writer director are trying to, uh, represent or present to us and things of that nature. So we'll, uh, again, throw that out when we get there. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I didn't really even like the, the lead character either. Um, uh, I, I just didn't like any of the characters all that much, to be honest. They were all, I mean, I like the teacher. Uh, yeah, the, te- the teacher was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, um, that's what jo- Johnny, who couldn't join us said that too but yeah the teacher was a curious thing because uh basically there's this, this teacher and and um all the students are and we about being in class and uh he always picks jane because jane actually i guess must be studious at home and does her homework and so unlike i think, other- I think actually she's just playing really smart yeah that's because she didn't take any notes or anything like that. Because that was, yeah, we're like not spoiler and stuff, but yeah, that was something that right. was got into trouble, right? Was for the not studying or not doing the extra yeah. homework stuff. So now, now the one good thing about her character is she um, isn't a loser because a lot of characters that are like this, they would suddenly be uh, targets, and oh, you ruin it for everybody. You're you're showing off in class, whatever. Um, but she's actually part of the in crowd. So I, I liked that aspect. Um, so when she is confronted by some of her cohorts and friends, um, it has nothing to do with bullying. It has to do with just talking and, and whatnot. Um, I, I kind of got, yeah, go got the feeling that it was partially because the school was so small. It wasn't as much of a, a factor that it was – there's enough people that could be into the like the high uh, high crowd, the uh, cool crowd, or whatever. Um, that they just really didn't have that many people, so they were like, "Oh, we like Jane. Let's put her in too." But it felt a little weird, though. Like there were some scenes where there seemed like a lot of people around, like in the hallways during you know classes, and then when they would get into physical education, there's six of them. And yeah. there's nobody else around in the whole gym. And I'm like, that just doesn't feel right to me. It didn't. Yeah. It felt like there weren't enough extras to go around or something on the days yeah. that they did that. And that kind of pulled me out of the movie. Because it okay. felt like a scene. It didn't feel like I was watching a movie. It felt like a planned scene. I agree. Right. 
Yeah, that's a fair point. They, they, I mean, they could have made the, the the school feel bigger if they had like a gymnasium uh, discussion where the, the principal was talking, or, or they were at a football game, or or something, and you know the crowds and all that. But um, again, it, maybe the, it was a budgetary thing, and and they were using just some random school whenever they could. Yeah. Uh, it just um, felt weird. It, there were just a few scenes like that. The gym one really stuck out for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and I think that was that was another issue with the film is because of the the cast with its limited extras, it left it open whether or not who was going to be the killer. Right. I mean, they, yeah. they didn't they didn't introduce any other characters just on the whim because you know we've seen a lot of films where the villain is just some random character that you see for maybe five minutes throughout the film and then that person is the villain but here they didn't even have those random characters right so it was just our lead five or six characters the teacher and then they had the principal (laughs) and but they but they didn't have any anybody else right there was one teacher one principal and and the size of the the person killing people made it pretty obvious who yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was one other teacher, the gym teacher. Yeah, but, but they were too short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. They were trying to use the gym teacher as one of the, the people as and well as the yeah. friend or the guy that took all the whiskey except for one bottle. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he was like the, the red herring that really I never thought it was him anyway. Because they yeah. showed right, him in yeah. a car drinking up all the whiskey. Yeah, right. it was like, of course oh, it wasn't him. Okay, well, that's where he is. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get into the reason why the red herrings didn't work and why it was so obvious who the villain was going to be, unless they, you know, did a scream where there was like two villains. Um, <laughs> you know, but but they didn't go that route. Um, so yeah, let's talk about I guess the dynamic of the friends and stuff. Um, so they're your best friend. Yeah. So there's Merritt, uh, and who is interesting because she she was very much played uh, the role of of like the like in a group of guys. There's always one guy that will always talk about sexual things, like like you grow balls or or um, you know you have a small dick or whatever. And Merritt was was a girl, and she always did that. But she always did it with female get a uterus. Yeah, get, yeah a uterus. get a uterus. Clit, clit up. Yeah, and, and <laughs> what, what are they going to staple my labia to the floor or something? You know. So it was interesting. So that they they got that dynamic going. Um, I actually liked that. I thought that was okay. That it was just kind of neat role res- reversal to have a girl doing that instead of a guy. Yeah, did I, you find her? I, yeah, I think so. Find your what, Sean? No, sorry. I was just going to add, did you, I found her to be quite manipulative. Oh, yeah. That's her, like, main She was not a friend. (laughs) She was not a friend. Well, well, she was was the boss of everybody because all the guys and and the girls in that group uh, followed her. um, And uh, I don't know if she wasn't a friend, but she... She was definitely manipulative, but oh, she was not she, a friend. Like remind- when she told the guy that she had just been raped, so he wouldn't want to try and get with her because she wanted the guy. I mean, she's not a friend. That's not a friend. Friends don't do that. Yeah, she was creepy. Yeah. She was 
very, very marginally pretending to be a friend. But yeah, she's almost she, abusive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> She was like, do this or I'm going to blah, blah, blah to you or whatever. You know, she's like making her go to the teacher and try to get him to do a retest. So the interaction interaction with the principal, too. Oh, yeah. Where she was like, like, she's just playing everybody. Yeah, she's not. She's not good. (laughs) Like, yeah, you don't want to you you sort of, I guess, want to have you or have her on your side or. Yeah, but like, I'm not, not enemy. Sure that that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, not enemy. So, yeah, she, uh, she was definitely. Oh, go on, Mamie. Should we do spoilers? No, uh, we're not yet. Not yet. We're still talking general stuff um, about the character interaction. Well, when we get it, we want to start talking about specific details, which it seems like you may want to. Um, we'll we'll jump into that pretty quick. But let's go around to make sure that and other things that people want to talk about before we do get into spoilers. Uh, general stuff that uh, people who would listen to the podcast would want to know about before uh, they go off and see the film and, and want to hear the, the spoiler part. Did anybody else get a, a vibe with the teacher of like a mix of uh, Anthony Perkins and Matt Smith? That's what I kept like, that's what I kept thinking as I was watching his performance. Yeah, you know, you know who he, his, you know who he reminded himself? me of. Sean, you know who you reminded me of? He reminded me of um, Helen's lawyer from uh, the Ozark. Okay. Okay, I could see that too. Yeah, kind of too. But um, yeah, let's talk about the teacher for a little bit. Um, yeah, he, he's he has points, but yeah, but he is a dink, dink and yeah. um, <laughs> he is both. Yeah, <laughs> because. <laughs> If in other words, at this point in his career, it seems like he just has given up. Because yeah, he's he... these apathetic students, and he's like, "Whatever, I'm not giving you another test. You guys <laughs> screwed up, and this girl knows her stuff." So, <laughs> right. And then he's talking about the Fiddler story. Uh, who, wants that was to, awesome. who wants to tell that story? Who wants to tell to that tell story? <laughs> Uh, Amy or Shan, do you want to tell the story? Well, I was just going to say, it's just basically like the story of the, you know, the grasshopper and uh, I forget what the other one is. The ants, right? And how the ants always working all the time. The grasshopper's just having fun. So the ants are prepared for when winter comes. And the grasshopper's not. And then the grasshopper's asking for help. And do the ants share their what they put all their efforts in to help the person who hasn't done anything and he's basically talking about how the fiddler goes around and plays music and has fun and stuff but doesn't do any preparation and just basically like i'm taking it that's how he looks at the students yeah and it is he sees the one bright student and he sees that person could be the worker but she doesn't apply herself as much as he thinks she should and so it's his like little motivation to try and convince her to see well, his perspective well, somebody right? gets smashed over the head yeah well, well, i think that's right. the key to the story <laughs> all right well well, well all right well, well let me tell the story basically the story is is that he tells this to the students uh to scare them and also because he's just a dink uh which is uh the fiddler um uh, learn, uh, plays the fiddle all summer while uh uh the the worker uh farms all summer and when the winter comes um 
the the farmer who built his house and, and has all the food um, has the fiddle knock on the door saying she's all worried. You know, I, I can't I can't um, survive yeah. in the winter now because I, I don't have any food or shelter. Could you let me in? And, you know, if this was the prodigal son from from um, the Gospels, they, they would they would probably let him let her in. But because it's not. Um, the worker says no, and the worker's family shuts the door, and the fiddler just dies out in the in the winter. So he's trying to say that that's. I thought somewhere in there, somebody gets bashed over the head. Well, probably, yeah, yeah. They take the no, <laughs> uh, they would take the fiddle and smash it over his smash head. Smash it over the head, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one are the yeah, smashers like and the other are the fiddlers. Yeah, I forget what he called like it. Sorry, because they didn't do that. Um, remember, he said he they didn't like he didn't like the story because they did not. They, do did, that. they didn't smash him. Smash the. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a yeah. smash their head in there. <laughs> yeah, so so he's he's promoting um, letting a person suffer even if <laughs> even if they did something stupid, and then he also promotes murder. In this next <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and he and he's, a great parable. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> So, yeah, so, I mean, his point is, is that, yeah, you should be working, too, like the the worker and not expect, you know, expect nothing, accept everything. But <laughs> the problem is, is, is way too harsh. And based off of how the teacher acts, it doesn't seem like um, he really is even trying to help these apathetic students when no, you and- think... He should. She doesn't even fully Literally. fit his mold because she's not applying herself. So he goes to he goes to some measures to get her to understand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just seems like a very like I, you touched on him being apathetic, but it's almost he's almost lacking empathy. Right. He's even a, with that story, yeah. right? Like he's, yeah. he doesn't try to consider or look at the other side at all. It's just this is the, my perspective and I'm right. Well, you know, I kind of understand his perspective because those kids that wanted the retake, they didn't do anything to to learn so that yeah. they could do good on the test. So, I mean, I understand his perspective. It's just his methods are harsh. Like, you're all going to fail now. Whatever. I'm not going to help you learn. His role should be to teach <laughs> so that they do learn and want to learn. Not, yeah. hey, you either learn or you burn. You know? Well, well <laughs> and, and yeah. I, I think I think. That the story could have been better if they had an early scene where he's trying to help the students and they just ignore him or tell yeah, him we might have felt more for him. Yeah. Yeah. Then when he does it, we would say, okay, yeah, he's, he's just given up and now he's a dink. But since we learn, meet him basically as a sociopath, even oh. the moment we meet, you know, you know he shows up on screen. Then I, I didn't even like the guy that much. I mean, I like the, the character, you know, is he's scary and evil and all that. But um, I don't know if they wanted us to have any empathy for him. So when the bad things happen to him later in the film, which all is off screen, so we don't even know what really happened. Yeah. It kind of made me just go, you know, whatever. He was a scumbag anyway. Well, it's interesting because I wonder if this movie is showing like from a much younger person's perspective than my own from when I was in school. Uh, the, the apatheticness of the, of people that are students now 
And then the same apathy of the teachers as well, because the students don't care, the teachers start to not care too. And it just becomes endemic throughout the whole system. And nobody learns anything. <laughs> Way too nice of a, a reading of it. But I can <laughs> I mean, I, it could be the intent of the story. Well, I would say you could accept a little bit of that because the principal has the same thing in the media yes. with the principal. He's he just like, he's not, he actively is not listening. Yeah, he doesn't care that she's been possibly hurt by a teacher or scared by a teacher even. He's just like, status nope. quo, we're not doing anything. I think you read this whole situation wrong. Just a bit. <laughs> right. Maybe he had something to get home to or something that he was more concerned about because he sure wasn't be, uh, concerned about being a principal. No. He wanted to make sure what the whoever was winning in Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should move into spoiler territory unless yeah, somebody else that. has something that's, that they want to bring up that's not. All right. Sounds good. So let me, let me throw that up. So, so uh, for folks who are, uh, again, new to the podcast or have – visit us before at this point we're going to throw up the spoiler alert so we're going to talk about anything and everything so um who the murderer is the spin twists and all that stuff everything's going to be spoiled and we're going to talk in detail about our opinions of these things uh so if you haven't seen the film uh and you want to it is readily available anywhere films are found uh i know you can rent it for 3.99 uh and vod services and you can also um, purchased it for nine ninety nine on VOD services. Um, it is not available for free yet, uh, so it's not on like Tubi or anything like that yet, or Netflix or whatever. So um, you can rent it for a, a small sum, and, and the cost for nine ninety nine is not that bad in U.S. dollars. Um, all right, so the spoiler alert is up. So uh, Amy, I think you had something originally. Um, well, I don't. I don't know for sure that it was a, a spoiler, um, but first of all, I wanted to say that I would call the movie a basher instead of a slasher because everybody gets <laughs> mad and it's <laughs> like attacked by a hammer and they get their head squished. And hey, like, one oh, person okay. gets stabbed. Oh, okay. One person gets stabbed. With a screwdriver, a really ginormous screwdriver. That is a very big <laughs> screwdriver. <laughs> Again, something else I could have broken through that door with. <laughs> Hey, there were many question. out of the if, building. If you have that kind of a security system and then the, the you shut the power or screw it up, like what isn't that like a complete fire hazard? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Like, would you there not get so sued? Many, <laughs> so many problems with what they were doing. Why, first of all, would you make windows that can't break? If there is an <laughs> active shooter event, you can't get out. Yeah. I've watched so many YouTube disaster videos talking about how people <laughs> didn't follow security rules and didn't have proper evacuation points. I was like, oh, my gosh. I, that was like, how many times would you get sued? I yeah. think actually that is the biggest flaw of the whole movie is the whole – I mean, they bring it up. Hey, we're going to put security glass in. It's going in. So, I mean, it's cool that they reference it, but why? There's no reason to have this security glass. And then – they can't get through well, it. We, we know. We, well, that's the reason why. Um, all right. So, so they have the the um, uh, uh, what, what what is it? What's the gun they call the something gun? The oh, the Chekhov's gun. 
Chekhov's gun, thank you. So the, they had the Chekhov's windows, which oh, is yeah. the window, basically <laughs> at the every so often during the first thirty-eight minutes or forty minutes of the film when they're just we're just following the students and learning about them. They have in the background them putting in the the unbreakable glass for protection and whatnot, like like you said, Barrett, uh, active shooter things. Obviously, the main reason they did that was. Right. But the reason they do it, though, is so that the students are trapped in the school after hours when when um, the quote unquote massacre begins. But it still doesn't quite work because those those doors I brought up and sent you guys a picture on. I'm sorry, that girl had a crowbar. You could crowbar through those doors. Yeah. I don't care if they had a deadbolt or not. You could get through there. I'm not disagreeing with you that that <laughs> it, it, it was well planned how they wanted to have these students locked away in this building. Um, so I, I, I agree. It's it's kind of a, I guess, a flawed way to have people stuck somewhere that they can't get out. Um, they probably would have been better off if they had um, had the massacre at a different place where there weren't windows or something. Right. I mean, I yeah. don't know. I, I mean, or locked as... in the basement or something. There's a big yeah, basement like and that. they're locked down there. Or... Yeah. 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 So, so that, that was a, you could argue is a major flaw, which is, yeah, no school would have windows like this where you, uh, it's a yeah. bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect place to go do be an active shooter. You can never get out. <laughs> Or set a fire and just yeah, watch the burn. fire alarms don't work too. <laughs> I think that was on purpose though. I think he did. Well, so I, yeah, they shut that down. But the fact is, yeah. though, if it was a fire, like everyone's dead. How is how how is the school going to explain that one <laughs> after the fact? Yeah, well, they yeah, that's so true. School, there's so few people in the school that they couldn't all burn. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you know, if there is an active shooter, and a lot of schools have these huge windows, and especially if you're on the first floor, all you have to do is smash a window, and you can and you can flee. And um, by preventing that, um, yeah, you're, you're causing a, a major fire hazard. Never mind, an active shooter hazard, Sean. So I, I think I'm right there with you. Did it feel weird to anybody that when you go outside the building, it was like a multi-level building, but they seem to always be on the first floor? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. You think going up and down stairs, though. Yeah. But, like, any room that they went and spent time with seemed to be on the first floor. Except for the, <laughs> the, the person who falls to their death. Oh, that's true. That's, well, that's, the like a, time. that's a two-story <laughs> library. That was an awesome place. <laughs> Oh, they yeah, killed yeah, that, that was a, like that in school. That, that was a uh, what? Do, what do you call it? A um, a balcony type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was like an open concept a library with a, a balcony and the stairs that lead right off the balcony down to the first floor. Um, so yeah, it was it was a pretty the entire school. It didn't seem like it was big enough to be the entire school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, it comes down to a lot of things that you said specifically, Amy, which is um, the, the students. It seemed like a small school student role, and yet the school was much bigger than 
such a town should probably have. And then the library itself was humongous. And then, as you noticed, Barrett, besides the library, um, everything seemed to be on the first floor. Yeah, so, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was very weird. Um, and, and you know what? What's else also weird? Like, you know, there are movies where there's very few cast members. Like, there could be one or two, and it feels right. But the amount of cast members in this just didn't feel right to me. It felt like there needed to either be more. I don't know. There's five, right? I mean, I mean, there's five kids, right? Yeah, there, five there's kids. three g- girls and two boys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's uh, Nate Nadia, who is is played by Harry Quinn Smith. She's the oh, yeah. the girl jock who plays what? 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 what she plays uh, field hockey, is it? It's yeah, I think it's field like, hockey. Yeah, yeah, field hockey. All right, and then Merritt, who's the 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 leader of the group, and she's kind of like. Um, um, it, it's kind of weird because she's she's pretty and seems popular in her group, but it doesn't seem like um, again there's no other students around to see if she's popular with other right. students, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then there's she Jane. Doesn't seem charismatic enough either to lead that group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we one thing we do learn about at least for Merritt and Nadia is that they come from money. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a family. family is that? Yeah, no, I think I... it is because because everybody's is dressed in school uniforms too. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. The girls are. In, <laughs> yeah, the girls are all dressed in like you know the Japanese type school uniforms that we see uh, with the stockings and and the, the skirt and whatever. And the boys are dressed in like preppy clothes that boys would wouldn't start dressing in until they got into college maybe um and so there's two boys uh eric and um who's the one brody is it no uh Ellis. Oh, brody's Ellis. yeah brody's the one that was in the car yeah. with all the whiskey <laughs> that's right right so eric 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 is dating nadia and ellis is the one that's going between Merritt and jane right well, I don't think Nadia and that guy are dating because I think she wants to date him because that whole pool scene yeah. where she's about to reach in and kiss him and then he gets sick from the whiskey. They got together a couple of yeah. times is what he yeah. says, right? Yeah. And it was right. just for fun. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, anybody who's been to high school, uh, even our age, uh, knows that that – in these groups of, of guys and girls, I've, I've, I've seen plenty of groups of guys and girls in high school where there's, you know, like eight girls and eight boys that just all hang out. They switch in one nighters and very casual about everything. So, uh, it seems like that's probably what it was, right? Eric and Nadia may have gotten together a couple of times, but now Nadia really wants to make it a relationship or something. Yeah, it did seem that's what it seems. That. Um, but it was kind of strange that they picked the actor that they did for, you said it was Eric, because um, he was just so strangely something. I don't know. He was just kind of like weaselly, but he also was somewhat effeminate. I felt and- like he was channeling Evan Peters, if you guys know who that is. Yep. <laughs> did I it feel not. that way to I you? Did not. It, um, yeah. <laughs> he played the fast guy in the X-Men uh is oh, yeah. he's an American Horror Story. That too, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I didn't really feel that because he. he oh, that guy. What was yeah. that? No, uh, that guy. Yeah, that actor. Yeah, no, and he doesn't seem fem- feminine. That guy, actor. No, no, I just felt no, like he's, he was channeling him at his, times. Yeah, there's like yeah. quirkiness. Is what I thought it was. Okay. Not as so. good as Evan Peters, but kind of channeling. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. All right. It's like the poor man's version. That's all. Right, right. Be very right. <laughs> and I thought well, that he played soccer because I think it was soccer as well. Okay, yeah. Playing. All right, yeah. All right, soccer. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, not, not field hockey, soccer. No, that's right. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't seem like Eric would have been able to uh, get a, a girl like Nadia. Yeah, it didn't at all. If there's only five students and there's three girls and two guys, you can do whoever you want. <laughs> the options aren't there. <laughs> it's and either him that, or the other guy. <laughs> and he had that weird thing with Ellis where he kept calling him dad. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, what was that about? I didn't get that. Like, that was, like, creepy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes it makes him sound even more of a, like a little toady. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the guy that the fact that Ellis plays along with it was even creepy too. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and, and and the fact that Nadia would even like <laughs> Ellis after you know after seeing him being like a a toady like that, you know. I thought she could have bench pressed him or something. Well, yeah, because he was him. wicked short. He was like short as short as Jane, I think. You know, yeah, for was, for a guy, he was wicked short. Alien. Oh, he's just kind of creepy, actually. I mean, not he wasn't creepy because he was like nerdy or smart or whatever. He was just kind of creepy. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if I find out that he like had done some horrible thing. Like, um, uh, oh, honestly, I can't think of it. But he just Date rape or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Oh, skeezy. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Right. <laughs> Right. Well, and Ellis and Jane seemed like the only normal people. Normal-ish, yes. Normal-ish, yeah. I yeah. mean, Ellis at least uh, seemed to have a head on his shoulders. He saw that uh, Merritt was manipulative. Yes. Um, he liked Jane uh, in a normal way, it seemed. Um, he saw right. her specialness. Right, yeah. right. And he also was able to see, was it Merritt's um, badness? Like, they yeah. Said- he said right. they up once or twice, and um, you know it didn't really go very well, or something like that. And, right. You know, it's just yeah, he could see that she was a manipulative jerk. I like right. that he saw through yeah. that too, because so often in these movies, the guy falls for that crap, and yeah. then this one, he was like, he called her out on it. I liked that. Yeah. Yeah, he said that's right. You're a terrible friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he said that. Yeah, that was yeah. his actual quote. Yeah. I like that. Think- that could have been made this a good movie. Oh it's yeah, just, it had good elements. Yeah, they kind of fell down on you know like, well I guess a lot of things, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like Nate Nadia's character. She, I mean, yeah. she was kind of tomboy, but still feminine, and and so I, and, you know, and it, somewhat of an airhead, but not really. It's probably more because she just didn't care. So I, I could I could see her as a real person. The only person I couldn't see as a real person was probably Merritt, even though I know people exist like her. She's kind of she over the top. More. Yeah, yeah, she she seems a little too too ridden for the page. Well, so and it was speak. too hard to believe that the other girl would stay friends with her with the way she treats yeah. her. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, sometimes sometimes you stay with people who 
keep you in the popular crowd, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like the guys liked her more than Jane more than Merritt. So whether <laughs> they followed Merritt, you know, I don't know. It seemed like this group was in for big change no matter what, because yeah. Merritt right. was losing her cool with Jane being smart, like something she couldn't do anything about. Well, no, I, think, right. I, I think that's the other thing is that Merritt was losing her grasp on her power over the group. Yes. And I think yes. that was something that was not something she was looking forward to. Right. So no. I can right. see you're trying well, to well, keep. Well, what I was going to say was, was that Merritt wanted to get to a good school and uh, because her parents were expecting her to go to a good school. I forget what it was, Cornell or something. I don't know. And Princeton. she need Princeton. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe it was Princeton. I know it was, it was, yeah something like that and um the issue was jane she needed jane to try to pull that teacher to let them retake the test um and if she couldn't then yeah she could flunk that class and then nadia was worried about the fact that if she flunked the class then she would be taken off the, the soccer team and then she wouldn't be able to get a scholarship to play soccer in college. So both of them had some ulterior motives to push I Jane to get the, her to uh, talk to the teacher. Well, I think Merritt also had a very dysfunctional relationship with her mother. I think she kept calling her Kathy. So she didn't even talk, like call her mom. And there was a, like, it sounded like there was very toxic between her and her mom. Cause it's the point where she even talks like it, where they're like, if you could kill someone for cheap, who would you kill? Yeah. And she's like, I'll kill my kill mom. No question. So <laughs> right. that was kind of like one of the things that I thought was like a main theme of the movie. Like who would you kill if you could or whatever? And um, how Jane refused to choose anyone. And then she's pretty much like, given the ultimatum like well you have to kill people who are you gonna choose and so she's just like oh okay and she immediately is like ah, i'm gonna still kill i'm gonna kill a bunch of people <laughs> so maybe that was the point of the movie i'm surprised she didn't say jane because uh, yeah. i really felt like she hated jane <laughs> <laughs> she was so jealous of her i felt like that's where all her animosity in the movie was. Anyway. Oh, I see. I, 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 didn't, I didn't see that at all. I didn't see her as jealous of Jane at all. I saw her as Jane as a person that could help her. Um, so just a tool? Gets, yeah, a tool. Exactly. Yeah. But I can then once the tool too. is no longer useful, you get rid of it, right? Right. Not, ne <laughs> not necessarily, though. I, I think Merritt would always consider anybody that would follow her um, a tool. So, but she saw Jane as a more important tool than other people because she could try to work her ma quote unquote magic to to tell whatever the you know the teacher's name, Mister Anspach or whatever. Well, I think she was to, two things though. She was a tool and an impediment. She she was blaming her for not getting you know a good grade on that test rather than herself for doing poorly. It was her fault, so yes. she had to fix it. <laughs> And get them the extra test because she did good, so it had to be her fault. And then she was seeing her as an impediment to getting with that guy later on um, because he was starting to like Jane. And she could see it, and he wasn't interested in her anymore. So she was becoming competition. Right, as well right. as a tool. Bullies hate competition, so. Yeah. <laughs> Especially people right. that are competition that don't have to be bullies. 
Yeah. <laughs> you get what they right. want. <laughs> right. Well, also, you know what? I, I think, uh, I mean, not, Jane, in my opinion, is, is nothing special either. So I don't know if they just miscast the, the, the woman because that, to play Jane, because Merritt, who was tall and, um, you know, the, the queen bee, I could see her being jealous, but I, I don't know. I mean, Ellis, though, who, who's beginning to fall for Jane, maybe he just sees Jane as a, as a person more than anything. I don't know. It's, it's just at that age, these, these kids didn't. <laughs> yeah, they think they see things that aren't there. Like, yeah. You, you, yeah, you think love is like this wholly different thing than it really is. <laughs> yeah. See, see, I would I would have believed if Nadia was Jane. I could have seen Alice going for Jane at that point. If it was, in other words, if it was a different actress, and then Merritt would would have a double thing that she was pissed at Jane about, which is um, doing well on the test, and therefore there's going to be no retest because someone proved that they could pass the original test. Then also having Alice going after the character Jane too. But there's but, an aspect, though, I would say of having. Jane cast as she was because she was more, if you're going to say plain or normal, than Merritt's character is. So it's even more infuriating that you're hot stuff and this guy is choosing her. So I mm-hmm. think there's a, that was, or at least that's what I kind of thought the, the idea was. Yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, I, I see that. But I, personally, I find. Jane more attractive than Merritt personally. Yeah, she's a person. That, yeah. that, well, not even just because of that. I just find her more uh, physically attractive. And why well, was in the but that's just me. I mean, I, I thought Nadia was the best looking of the three. But yeah, see, I, I see and, that's, point. and it's all personal it's opinion. Just, you know, yeah, it's like exactly. everybody sees yeah. everybody differently. Yeah, I mean, well, all three actresses are are, are, are attractive. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So, just so for different well, things. But if we have yeah, to they, judge they on the merits of the movie. That you know, I yeah. do judge that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question, no, that's fair. I was just in the woods. Why does she keep going to the woods to I don't know, guess sleep or stay or something like that? Which character? Jane. She went to the woods. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it, it, what? And it, and they didn't never really showed much about it, right? No. Yeah. They just they kind of like referenced it, and then she kind of was in the woods and. And like woke up in the woods, and it was like, why? Why is she in the woods? Like, well, I have a question related to that. Did, were her parents still alive? It seemed weird the way they were talking about her mom, like she was dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the, another thing that's weird about this film too is that we never meet any of the parents, really, right? Right. Oh, yeah. I saw. A credit I mean, it's one of those films. Yeah, go mom. on. Oh, I saw a credit for the um, Merritt's mom, but I never saw her. Yeah, maybe they cut that scene out. It could have, it could, yeah. I mean, it could have been a scene where they did that, right? But, but yeah, it's weird because they don't have any. Um, um, we, we, yeah, well, it's like you said, we don't see Jane's parents, right? So we don't know her home life. Uh, the only only one that we know their home life really is Merrick, who seems like she doesn't like her mother, and that Nadia. Uh, no, even Nadia, she's just talking about I want to get a scholarship, but she doesn't say anything about her parents. So, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Like Who's the only adults in the, the the film were the teacher, the principal, and, and the, the gym, gym teacher, teacher, right? Gym teacher, yeah. Yep. 
So it was like, that's again, it was like why it was felt so weird. And the gym teacher was a drunk, right? Yes. <laughs> At least we're assuming that. Well, because she had all the whiskey and they were always wondering what's in her cup. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why would she have it at school? So the forest thing, that's another thing. You're right, uh, Amy, because if we're going to have the forest thing, you would think that they would have talked about it at least like, oh, I just like going out there because it's peaceful or get away from it. But, <laughs> but they just mention it and it's, it's like, it didn't go anywhere. And it, you know, it was, we strange. don't get any, anything from that. There's no like, right. Later thing. Right. Like it. what? Yeah. They could have had her say, I, I go out there to do my homework or I go out there because I want to get away from my little brother or, you know, or something, but they don't say anything. So I wonder if this is like scenes that were cut out. Yeah. That like now make this incongruent for what we're trying to (laughs) to understand. She had the elaborate scene where she was trying to um, get like the stain off of her backpack. Like somebody had been throwing stuff at her. But I don't know. Yeah, well, actually, I thought that was like bird shit from the forest. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was weird too because because they show, show her with the backpack leave in the forest at the beginning of the film and they focus on that that stain yeah and i yeah and so i don't know what that meant yeah maybe there's some sort of symbolism they were trying to point out because our friend is it's Merritt who's the one that points it out says oh you have a stain on your backpack you may want to get that out or something and didn't she have something on her so, face too that she cleans up later <laughs> oh yeah the uh Merritt like reaches for and gets like a green thing out of her hair it's like a Oh, yeah. she a leaf. She had a leaf in her hair. Yeah, a leaf. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah. And the, if yeah, they so had had the... her end up in the forest at the end, then I could have seen this. It would have given some kind of conclusion to that. That would have, yeah. you know, maybe we would have learned something right. about why she's in the forest, what she's got in the forest. I don't know. It's just weird. Right. Um, so, so what? What was right? So why? Why even focus on? The stain on the backpack. Why do they focus on the leaf and the hair if they're not going to go anywhere with it? You know. Yeah. Maybe it's misdirection. Misdirection. <laughs> you know. Well, 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 I mean, doing its job when what's you that going? out at all. Yeah. What's that, Amy? Go ahead. What's that? Are, again? It's it, movie's not doing its job if you can't even figure out like the base, the basic um, premise of it. You know, like why? Why was this whole scene not even gone through? You know, what what was the point of that? Right, right, yeah. Because if she came in with the stain and the leaf and the hair, and then people picked on her because of that, or or something, then then okay, it's okay. It's her. All right, we know what type of characters, but it wasn't. It just had merit point out the stain and and take the leaf out of her hair and that was it and it wasn't like Merritt was doing it because they wanted to show Merritt as a good person it was just what a person would do you know like oh you have a stain on your backpack and there's a a leaf in your hair so I don't know what the point of it was I got nothing I got nothing I think it's probably something that might have been cut from it and we just it couldn't cut all of it, so right. <laughs> it got left in, and we're yeah. left puzzled. <laughs> right. Well, well, when you have forty minutes of no slasher, and you know, yes. been, maybe it would have been another fifty. You know, brought it up to fifty minutes or fifty-five <laughs> minutes, and they probably said, "Yeah, we got to cut some of this out." I would have actually rather. 
Yeah, I would have rather focused on that for the first 40 minutes, why she was in the forest. That yeah. might have been pretty something pretty interesting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like, was in the forest because she already had killed her family? Uh, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, where, where she goes, you can believe that, too. Um, yeah. So I think what the was... story could have done with some editing for that first 40 minutes. I think if that yeah. had been cut down to maybe 30 and then added that extra 10 to the slasher part of it, I would have been a little happier with it. And if the slasher hadn't been so PG rated, um, I might have been happy. If it had some really cool kills, I would oh, have yeah, the kills liked were cool. this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's some fun well, kills, but yeah, the... it was... Well, that's the thing is that a lot of slashers have anonymous scenes early during the, the you know, the, if this was a 40 minute of just drama, if this was a different slasher, they would have had a couple of scenes in between that were just ominous, like someone watching in the bushes or, right, or right. Uh, a random character just disappears. And, 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 and so there's something wrong in the school. Like why, what happened to Sally? She's gone. And we don't, no one's seen her for three days. Her parents are where, you know, but they don't have any of that. And it's just, you mean the mascot wasn't characters. creepy enough for you? No, because well, especially when they take off his, his head and then you find out it's nothing. Yeah. Well, in the foreshadowing is all the teacher. So there's really yeah. no, yeah, the gym teacher's drinking. I don't see her as a killer. And the teacher, the math teacher is just a huge dick. Yeah. I mean, right, right. It, it's well, so it seems, obviously him. I, yeah, I just, and then, like, I'm, like, you're then wanting, like, a, this is too obvious. Yeah. yeah. So it has to be someone else. Right, right. Well, well there was only. Like, no. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's go over. All right, so the, the principal was threatened by merit. So maybe they were thinking of that us yeah. audience, you know, you know, so if you're writing this, the writer is thinking, which is the same as the director, she's probably thinking, Oh, they may think it's him, but no, and then, and then the gym teacher, it was, was as short and petite as, as Jane, you yeah. know, so it's like, well, unless she had a gun or a knife or a friend, know, yeah, we're afraid yeah. he's sit on the shoulders. <laughs> right, right. And then, and then, you know, then you have Brody, who's the guy with with the whiskey. But you know, you know, it, he had seven I, bottles I, of whiskey. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and once he was out of the film, I completely forgot about him. Anyway, so here we have the teacher, Mister Onspark, who who was a dink to all the students, who showed that he was this kind of a sociopath by saying. It's too bad they didn't hit the take the fiddler's fiddle and then kill him. And it's like, what? And then and then he's charged with sexual harassment, which we don't even know what happens because they don't even show what happens. They just show right. She comes running out. From what we see, he just touches her and takes her backpack and then dumps that out. And he's really angry, which I think would be a little much and should have been reported. But I don't know that actual sexual harassment happened. I don't know. But I think that was Merritt's doing, though, right? Right, I think so, too. So. Yeah. Right, but, she, but, but why would Jane... It. But Jane was saying that he became... He was he was too close, meaning Mr. Ozpark. The way Jane was telling Merritt was... It made it sound like it was uh, predatory. Sexually predatory? I don't think so. I, I think that's yeah. what Merritt took it and manipulated and made it, it into. 
Yeah. And that's why the teacher was so mad about it, aside from the fact that he thought they were all right. idiots. Okay, then, then for Jane to just go along with it was kind of kind of strange. And well, then Mr. Osbach. Yeah, that's... Well, that could be true, too. That's why Mr. she's not Ozpok, applying herself, right? But, that's but why Mr. she's not applying Oz, herself, right? But, Sorry. I don't know. I, I think she's just not applying because she probably just doesn't care like the rest of us. Yeah. It's just that she has a higher IQ. Um, yeah, exactly. But, Right, right. And I she's lucky. She like a, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she just just was lucky when when it came to to that DNA, you know. But otherwise, she just seemed like a fuck up like the rest of them. Um, but Mister Onspock, if he was already deranged or at the point of snapping, when you're charged with sexual harassment, then it it was so obvious that it was going to be him because he's going to I'm going to get revenge right. at all these people, and then I'm going to show Jane a lesson say these people are all losers and you're hanging out with losers and you could be better than them you know so and all that happens so off screen too not. him him getting fired right. happens off screen that could have been a powerful yep. scene it could have given us more insight yep. into his character and we didn't get it all we get is over the I speaker can you come to I, the office or something like that and the I, only interactions oh sorry go ahead Annie sorry sorry uh I just was saying that I didn't even get that he was fired until um, like three or um, four, five quarters into the um, movie. I just was like, wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and you only get to know that because Merritt tells that. Yeah. It's a, it's a tell, you know, not a show. And, yeah, yeah th- a lot of things happen way off screen, including the, the murders a lot, too. So it's like everything's off screen. From and the only interactions happened, that you see. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that that if we had seen what Mister Onspock did to Jane, then mm. we we would have got. I think we would have been more apt to say, "Oh, he's he's getting screwed," you know. But I don't know. I, I, but well, I think it leaves the illusion that something else might have happened. But I think the worst that happened was. The backpack got dumped out. What we saw, yeah. and then she picked it all up and went running yeah. out. I think that's it. That's right. all that happened. Yeah. But it doesn't the, show it to yeah. us for some reason. And the only interactions that we see that that he has is only with the students. You don't see him interacting with the principal or the gym teacher, right? Which are the only other adults. But you so you only see him dealing with the students that he doesn't like. <laughs> Yeah, so right. Right. Well, you're, you're never getting right. to see any other side. Right. And all the adults are one. flawed, right? All the adults yeah. are flawed. They all, one's a drinker. Right. <laughs> the other is he's mean. The principal's got a sick wife, so he can have a pressure point to put mm-hmm. on him to make him do what you want. Right. Well, and, and that's another thing, too, is that they should have had Jane show the whole scene with Mr. Osbach, and mm-hmm. then we would have known that, that Jane is 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 part of the problem by exactly getting, by getting yeah. him thr- you know because w- if we had had more pity for mr osbach then we may have not thought it was him right yeah. and, and we might have more empathy for him when we do find it out it is him right yeah, yeah. exactly but they set him up to be a dink all yeah. along and then and then when they report him to the pl- principal you just don't like him even more now because he's now suspicious. And he's done weird things. 
and and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's unfortunate. And, it was yeah. and it surprised the the dink is a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Merritt's like a horrible person. Though what she does to him is just terrible. <laughs> right. But you knew she wasn't going to be the murderer because she, unless it was a scream thing where she was in cahoots right. with the murderer. Yeah. Because right. So so you immediately rule out Merritt who you would have thought would have been the perfect villain. And then they could have had a red herring with like, you know, Eric, cause he, like you said, he was a little, little strange Aww. or, or yeah. Right. And you knew it wasn't Nadia cause she was just too much of a self, you know, absorbed with what her own thing. So, I mean, and Ellis, he was, you know, I mean, you could have had him be, you know, because then like in scream, Billy, the, the, the nice guy was actually the murderer, but they're all together. So it, it, if there's yeah. going to be a murder, it has to be like Scream. If yeah, it, if they're together the whole time. <laughs> the only yeah. time they're not is when they start dying. And that's when the guy goes to the toilet. He gets killed. Yep. <laughs> Talk about like kind of unspectacular slashy moments, though, because it's like they there's not really anything you can do to fight against a giant sledgehammer like that. <laughs> Your head. It's like, Especially oh. when you're over the toilet puking. <laughs> it's like we don't get to see it. And I don't necessarily want to see that scene where his head gets bashed into a toilet. But well, Nadia yeah, did try to go after him too, but she that was ran unspectacularly into the shot. Yeah, <laughs> that like, was just <laughs> dumb. First off, I wouldn't have stayed on that side. I would have gone <laughs> under the damn thing and gotten that, away. Yeah. And she had the crowbar. Should have used it on yeah. that door to get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that was pretty pretty bad. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, the, I I rolled my eyes when when Nadia decided to fight. Yeah. And then I I rolled my eyes when that guy was able to kill her that easily too. You know, yeah. She didn't even get one swing in. It was like, are you well, kidding? honestly, swing? if he connected with your head, yeah. you're dead. You're, yeah. yeah I don't, right. Yeah. Right. Right. But but she but she wasn't swinging. She right. just went up to him and, and he swung it and killed her. <laughs> she was she like, wasn't even what, moving what, that what, fast. <laughs> that, that's my point. So she, yeah. she didn't even attack him. I the, if this was legit, she, you, at least you would have saw her lunge at him or something. But she didn't. He he just went over to her and slammed it in her head, and she didn't do it. You know, it was like weird. And that's a weapon you have to get close in on. If you get close in on the person, they can't utilize it. Right, right, and, and you got to remember, Nadia, not Nadia is a, is a, a top soccer player, so she has the moves that you know to to jut back and forth, left and right. She shouldn't she have gotten killed that easy. Yeah, yeah, she shouldn't have gotten yeah. killed that easy. It just she this is like a Rickon right. move, a Rickon move from Game of Thrones. No zigzags. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what what it should have done was is that they should have had her zigzag, and he hits her in the leg. And that and then mobilizes yeah. her, and then they watch her get killed. That would have been more than, believable. Yeah, and and it would have been more horrific because yeah. it's like, oh my god, is she, she's about to it die. Was, no. It was very <laughs> unbelievable that he would hit her directly in the temple yeah. in the first shot. Yeah, right. when, when she's in attack mode. Yeah, when she's in attack mode, and she should be fast at her prime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, all right, fine. You know, he's. He, maybe he's whatever, and you know she's a woman, so or a girl, you know, and so she's not doesn't have the strength of him. But again, she's a sport in sports; she can do zigzags easy. 
you know, that in that type of sport that she's in. And she has a crowbar and she's ready to attack. Were they supposed were they supposed to be drunk at that time? At the very beginning? I think they would have sobered up by then, but maybe not. That's a fair point. That's a fair yeah, point. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I they had reminded us, to, you know, that she was drunk or something. You know. But you know what? Even if you're drunk, one, they have been going through, like, hours of high adrenaline from being chased. Yeah. I don't think you'd still be drunk at that point. You would be yeah. – It would. you might be in hangover mode. <laughs> but right, right. I was just wondering if there was a sequence where they cut this up too, where he was practicing his sledgehammer moves. <laughs> and, uh, <showing laughs> I would like that. That would have been fun to see, like the guy in the costume just practicing with the sledgehammer. <laughs> and now you see why he's so effective at it because maybe kill the gym many teacher. Hours doing it. Maybe. Start with the gym teacher. Kill the gym teacher uh, first, and I mean, there could have been so many more kills. He could have well, taken out the gym teacher and the principal. Yeah. Well, yeah, or or, or <laughs> and even if even if he wasn't after adults, because you know maybe he was similar to that movie Initiation that we did a review on last year, where the murderer was only after certain people and would spare the the people that um that weren't problems that they you know they had with so so in, in this case you know the gym teacher and the, and the principal he doesn't have problems with so maybe he wouldn't go after them and it would have been out of character maybe you know similar to like um i know what you did last summer with the guy that gets killed with the hook and that which had nothing to do with the the people that ran over and, and <laughs> the murder in the beginning so, and that made no sense but here you could have seen him maybe look at um pictures on the wall of Nadia, you know, with a trophy and he slams the sledgehammer and that, you know, so, or, you know, they could have had him show that he was a, a sledgehammer person or something, you know? Something. Know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess really... the reason though, that, Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I guess the reason though, that you didn't have the principal and the gym teacher get killed was because technically they weren't supposed to be there. Yeah. Like, no one was supposed to be there, so I can get away with the fact that, yes, he didn't get that opportunity to take out the gym teacher or principal because they wouldn't be there. They wouldn't be on site at that time. So Right. Go they to could, their houses. They yeah. Could, <laughs> a thing like, um, as they were leaving the school, they could have showed, like, you know, a quick flash of, you know, him well, being upside the head and then putting him in a closet or something like that, which might have been kind of interesting. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something that would be interesting, I guess. Right. Like, movie, can you be more interesting, movie? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that was, that's the, that was the problem. It needed something. That, yeah. 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 I mean, especially that first 40 something minutes. And then even the kills were anticlimactic. And, and you, yeah. you, you knew you knew when he was going to the bathroom that he was dead, you know, and yes. Nadia <laughs> yes. to sacrifice herself like that was pretty stupid. Yeah. And very stupid. Uh, I did like Merritt's death. I was glad she got killed. Yeah. And that was, kind well, of I, I, I love the death, but I, I, I mean, I wasn't necessarily cheering it and it was I awesome was. that it, Jane did it because <laughs> I was glad that Jane fucked up. Um, and Ellis is just she didn't fuck up. That good. was I, I say that was on purpose. She deserved to die. <laughs> did Jane purposely kill Merritt? No, no, she did it on accident. But Merritt okay. should have died anyway. I wanted her to die. 
Right, right. Well, I, obviously, yeah. I mean, that's that, you knew that was going to happen, but um, I loved it how she died because it it was on Jane's hands. Ed, yeah, that was kind of awesome. Well, and it kind of primed her for the final kill, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was the last straw that brought her over the edge to applying herself. Right. <laughs> right. Apply yourself, girl. Apply yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and and he rubs it in too, right, Casey? I told you, you you, you know, you you killed Merritt. You know, he's rubbing it in. Yeah. So, that was... so maybe there's a spinoff series for her. In her journey now as a serial killer. That's what I was thinking too, Sean. I yeah. did like the end where she's dragging the sledgehammer up the street and you just hear this and the people yeah. are looking back like, what the heck is that? She's well, it went all over. Yeah, if, she, if, if she's carrying, dragging a, a sledgehammer down the street, then yeah, she snapped. She's definitely snapped. <laughs> yeah. Now, she what, didn't need it anymore. She killed him. He's dead. That's what, that's really what, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, see, he's really yeah. dead. Like, she smashed his head to pulp. What, let's, let's talk about um, the cell phones here. What, why, why weren't there any cell phones? What was going on yeah. here? They had the signal issues, didn't they? They did. Okay. A couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> that so. was another part of the security, which made no yeah. sense. We're going to yeah. make it a no-cell-phone area. <laughs> so if there is an active shooter, you cannot call out, and you can't get through the windows. Right. They thought right. of everything. They did. <laughs> right. 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 And the and the and the fire alarm didn't work. <laughs> but that was probably intentional. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, yeah. Amy? She pulled the fire alarm and it didn't do anything. Right. And those you usually aren't part down, of yeah. the main security system. Like yeah, Bruce yeah. Willis was able to pull a fire alarm and <laughs> die hard, even. Yeah, it was kind of weird too when, when she pulls it, and they all just look at it like eh, it didn't work. You know, <laughs> it was kind of strange. Not one person said, "Oh my god, it's not working." We got this a killer, and and we can't get out, or we're locked in the school and we can't get out. Even if there was no killer, and and you pull it and it doesn't work, it's like, oh my god, we're stuck here. I'd have been like, Jane, morning. did you turn that off too? I thought you just <laughs> turned off the cameras. <laughs> right. I would say I would point, say yeah. though with those windows too. Just imagine if they were at Nakatomi uh, Tower, yeah. things would have been different. Yeah, there would have been no body falling out. <laughs> <sighs> but I think I think it, she said that when she shut down the system that she took out the fire alarm stuff too. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So it's still funny though. So she acknowledged that, that she like that's usually an independent did like the service. total like burn up everything. <laughs> Yeah, you, you would think you would hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain, Sean, Sean, Sean. Explain to the listeners why Jane went to shut off the cameras, so that that way they they could break into the school and have their fun time at the pool and stuff, and they didn't want to be caught right. on camera. So the, right, the plan right, was exactly. to shut everything down, except then, yeah, you shut everything down. I mean, that whole premise is kind of silly, right? Yeah. To, to, you know, it's there was like, no one watching the cameras anyway. They just didn't want to be recorded, right? So, yeah. right. And I don't know. They but, went but, into the school first. They had to get to the cameras. You would think there'd be cameras on the area that go to that, right? It's not well, really and, done and, very well. And, and and it's it's hard to believe because all right, I don't know. I don't care about Ellis or Eric and and, and Jane, but Merritt and Nadia are both really trying 
to get into one's to get a scholarship and the other to get into Princeton to do something like this and risk the chance that they could get caught and be suspended. And, you know, I, I, I kids, especially... kids do stupid things. I can yeah, tell you some do. stories from my high school that would amaze you. I won't say them on <laughs> speaker, but right. what, going on with the system being shut down though, why would, this, the the people who run the system because there has to be a remote location or something why yeah. do they not realize the system is shut down that's a <laughs> like, fair point too, yeah. <laughs> well and like, it's not like, like they didn't even have a security guard watching these the screen why is there even a screen if they're just recording it and no one's ever watching right. it right that's true <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's true yeah yeah, they, yeah no school would have a security s- system like that unless they had a security guard exactly it exactly. Just, yeah. yep. It would just be just be a closet that has um, a computer in it that that's recording from cameras that are just around the the, the thing, and that's it. Yeah, and a teacher could you remote know. into it to look at the cameras to see if anything happened. Like if there was a break in, which there couldn't be with unbreakable windows and doors <laughs> right. doors that can't be crowbarred. But anyway, the yeah, they would just remote to it and watch the feed. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the camp the the filming would be only if something happened. It wouldn't be for a security guard to be watching. Yeah, so right. that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that whole room doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. That's that's a that's a that's that's kinda weird when I think about it. That's a good call. It doesn't make sense. I actually would have expected a security guard in that school. It seemed like a high end school where a lot of rich people go to. It seemed like they, couldn't they would have, have something like that. They couldn't afford another well, adult. They, Actually, right, yeah, yeah, for the for the role. Um, but a- actually, I I would believe if a security guard, if the school had residents that lived on campus. But if it's if it's just you know go home, you know you go to school and then you go home. I don't know if there would be security. They don't really guards. answer that though. No, they, they don't, don't. It seems like it would be a school that would have housing. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? That's what they should have just said that that it's it's housing. All the students are are on residents on campus. Yeah, because because the then they could that would eliminate the the thing about all the the parents and the, right. why there is no home life. And I went to a private school, and the the dorms were not they were connected to this main school, but it was by a big tunnel, and that was only because we were in Minnesota, and it was you know up in St. Cloud and. There had to be a tunnel or you'd freeze going to class every day. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so you went to a private school, Grant? High school? I did. I did. Uh, now, Amy, you say something? Oh, at the school that I'm, I just started working at, um, it, it has tunnels through everything. And I'm very, very happy about that. That's because you're in Wisconsin. <laughs> Same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're that's going from class to class. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so it's it's uh um yeah, so that there's a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, yeah. I think the one because that bothers me the most is the forest, though. That one bothers me the most. The forest, yeah. Yeah, because like, it has potential. Yeah, and and she goes back to the forest, like in between classes. You yeah. know, like it's like, wait, why would you go back to staying in the forest? What? It's mysterious, and I want to know more. Right. Maybe she's a wood nymph. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's that's what I was thinking. I was at well, some points during 
during the thing. I, no, I don't, I don't mean that. I don't, I don't mean the witness. But I meant, I meant that, that's what I was thinking the whole time was that maybe Jane was going to be part of the Scream murderers. You know, that she was going to get revenge on Merritt and the rest of them or something. And the, the forest may have had something to do with it where, you know, she met the that killer. That could have been cool. Like if she was working with the teacher and that was all a setup. Right. That <laughs> would have been awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only only thing that was, was cool about the murders and what happened and the reveal was that Jane became became a psycho on mistake too because she mistakenly killed Merritt. I was like, wow, that was pretty cool. But yeah, but the reveal was no big deal. And when they did do the reveal and it was the teacher, I was like, oh, so they did go that way. I can't believe it. Yeah. So you know, you know. So the only thing that was redeeming for the end was that Jane is actually has blood on her hands, even if it was unintentional. With Merritt because Merritt went over the edge and then she went psycho on the killer himself and then she went and snapped herself. But that was about it. That was really yeah. interesting about the whole. And that's thing. only like five minutes of the film, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it's it's not a boring film. I mean, it's just just not. It doesn't reach the heights of the best horror film I've ever seen. Yeah, not even close. What there's, were you there's potential. For it. What yeah. were you gonna say, Amy? Oh, I was gonna say I thought it was odd that the killer was able to smack down was his name Ellis um, while they were about to kiss because like you have to be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. There um, with your sledgehammer, it's like whoa, that's pretty good sledgehammer aim. <laughs> but at the same time, you're thinking sledgehammer aim, and you know. <laughs> Not only that, not noticing that he's there. I mean, you feel right. the presence of a person, yeah. right? And then, and then as yeah. the swing starts, well, yeah. and plus, plus a sledgehammer. I mean, everybody's seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and when he clubs the guy, he just goes straight down. Ellis didn't, right? He just had like the blood, or I can't even remember. It was I, we just watched the film two days ago. He went down, but he was instantly unconscious and not. He was. I think he was dead yeah. instantly. On a, yeah, on a sink or something like that. He didn't do the little shake that the guy in Texas State. Yeah, no. that's, that's, right. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. Lock him, like, right next to the girl onto the sink, and then the girl ran away, I think. Um, actually, I don't remember what happened to her. I was yeah. going to say the teacher's good at instant kills, though. Yeah. And one-shots. Like, he's really... <laughs> Yeah, whack, whack a mole, whack a mole, some natural 20s for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for some D and D reference there. All right, well played. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was, I don't know. Uh, let's see, what else do we want to talk about in the film? Anything else? Anyone? I don't know. There's I mean, it a was lot shot nicely. About. It was. Um, so there's no issues with that. And yeah, it was shot very good. The yeah. costume was good. Um, I actually really liked um, was it Merritt's um her outfit with like the iridescent shiny jacket and shoes that matched. I thought, oh, that's kind of cute. But um, yeah, 
Other than I that, thought I it was funny she had a vape pen, but there was never any steam coming out from her. <laughs> Those things create huge puff clouds, you know, and she had nothing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so costume design was good. No doubt about that. Amy, I agree. And, you know, shot well and all that. I think the problem was was really the the um Plot. the screenplay. It was the yeah, screenplay because I think the directing was fine, too. I think yeah. it was... You know, for what mm-hmm. it was, it was well directed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't like some of the choices the director made, which is the same person as the screenwriter, because she yeah. decided to cut away with uh, at a bunch of spots. And I'm not saying I want to see bloodshed <laughs> or anything like that, but necessarily. Oh, but 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 yeah, like, like when Nadia dies, it's just one club. You know, we could she could have had her get hit in the, and her legs broken, and she's going, "Oh my god, no, no!" And the guy in there watching behind the the grill. And going, oh my god, no, don't! And then he slams and kills her or something. And then they run and stuff. But you know, they didn't do any of that. Could and have so... been like that scene in Last of the Mohicans when he breaks the guy's arms first. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. And then yeah, yeah. So, no, it, uh, all right, yeah. Um, and they, you know, they could have had ha- uh, Nadia after she finds Eric, you know, running down the halls, and even if no one's chasing her. Yeah. Just the uh, the frenetic the frenetic running in in panic or 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 fear or sadness, but you know they don't do that. So so the the, the director is good. I mean has talent, but but definitely um, didn't didn't um, expand on the script that she wrote, where she could have added things just like that that could have brought more suspense or more something. Exactly. You know? Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's like what they lost the plot. <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah. like having a nice idea, but then not knowing how to finish it or how to get there. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, not that the idea is anything original, you know, I mean, no. we, we've seen stuff like this before, but it could have done, been done a little better where we could have had more who did it. Yeah, You know, like initiation. Like seance. Or, or, yeah, initiation. Or, or seance, seance, yeah. Or Seance yeah. feels the closest because it's the same about the same amount of characters, and the school does yeah. feel empty to me, just kind of the same way. But it it holds. And it's up a high a school better. rather than a college, right? Yeah. It's a high school, and yeah. it holds up better though. I think. I think. Right, right. Well, and also the cool thing about Seance too is is that um, even the bad quote unquote bad girl. Um, and, well, let me rephrase. Not. The, the final girl isn't only the final girl. There's other people who survive too, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, you know, because usually everybody gets wiped out except one person, you know. And here, everybody gets wiped out except one person. Um, so that wasn't, you know, that we've seen that before, and then we've seen that the killer is, you know, the adult teacher or something. I mean, we we've seen stuff like this before. It's just that it had way too much at the beginning of 40, 50 minutes of of boringness that without any suspense and uh, or nefarious things going on. And then during the end, it's like you said, Barrett, it's like silly that it's in a school that you can't escape with no cell phones, <laughs> you know, w- w- and with a camera system that was there just to pander to the audience because everybody knows a school wouldn't have that type of camera system. It would be just a computer in a, in a box in a closet uh, that you can remote into. And then, um, the deaths were all off screen and, you know, Nadia deciding to fight. That was kind of silly. I mean, it's like, you know, I don't know. It was just, 
Yeah. It was, it was and you know, the, the final death when she kills him is off screen, but it's a little more effective because blood is spattering on her as she's doing that. Yeah. So I, I felt yeah. the visceralness yeah. of that. But the yeah. other scenes yeah. didn't get that. Yeah. Right. She, and also, oh, the, even though she had the sledgehammer, she had to whack him a whole bunch of times. It wasn't just yeah. like it down. Right. And that makes sense. Because, you know, she's petite and whatever. Um, but then after she kills him, she just kills him. Like, really just wants to hammer the body. But um, the, the also another problem with the film, too, is that the characters um, dur- during um, the murder scenes are, are talking about hooking up still and arguing about <laughs> stupid things that have nothing to do with let's just get the hell out of here and survive. You know, yeah. so... Well, there's yeah, also so, another I mean, whiff, too, with the screw. She stabs him with that huge screwdriver, but you really don't even see any effects for it. He's in a suit later on, and there's no blood. There's nothing. There seems to be no effect from that stabbing. I thought he was just kind of wa- he was kind of walking like. Um, yeah, you, he is, yeah. but it's not. You, it's not obvious, and it should yeah. be because she, she could have hit like a major organ. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There should have been blood. Yeah. He puts his hand and and he's bleeding or something. Yeah. That's a fair yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Or or watching blood drip on the on the ground as he's walking or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. they did a lot of blood dripping on the on them off of the um murder hammer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially yeah, when especially, he kills Nadia. Yeah. Right. They do that slow mo. Well, it wasn't slow mo, but he's like twirling the hammer a little bit, and there's a pool of blood below it, and little dripping off of it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, I think blood. Um, the blood coming off of uh, what's his name, the weird dude, um, that was puking. Um, uh, Eric. Yeah. Um, I thought it was kind of nice because they made it really dark. Like it wasn't like the bright. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of nice. Anything else? Anything else that we wanted to bring up? Any other scenes anybody wanted to bring up or, or points that we missed? I'm good on my end. Yeah. Me too. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. So uh, uh, that's our wrap-up of the film. But before we give our final thoughts, we'll go into other things. Uh, we haven't talked to you, Amy, for a while. Uh, any uh, horror like shows or TV or anything that you've been watching that you want to let folks know about? Oh, have you guys talked about archive 81? Not really. It is so good. It's like, I literally um, binged the entire thing in one day. Like it was just so good. We just like had to just sit down and watch all eight episodes just like that. And it was, yeah, it's really good. It's Netflix. Um, It was at the, like the top, one at the top one spot for a long time but it's still in i believe it's still in the top 10 if you're looking for it but it's it's strange because it it kind of it's a horror but at the same time it's not exactly horror i don't know how to explain it um but it is very good i highly recommend that um uh, I don't know. I've seen like a lot of good stuff lately, but yeah, I think Archive Eighty One is um, the thing that I would tell everybody to try to go and see. Make make a big point of um, getting into that. Where where do people find that? What what station? 
is Netflix. Like I said, it's Netflix. So okay. and it's, it is Netflix. Gotcha. It's in like the top 10 thing. So you should be able to find it pretty easy. Anything else? Have you gone to theaters at all? Um, well, uh, that's right. You live in West, you live in Wisconsin. So I mean, I don't know how it is over there. Not bad this winter. This has been the, the nicest winter that we've had for a very, very long time. It's very um, global warming or whatever. It's um, It's been very warm. Um, but there's also still pandemic stuff. So um, not a whole lot of theater going. Uh, I did see... Uh, what was the movie with the girl? It's Edgar Wright. And it's... The- Oh, uh, last night in Soho. Yeah, last night in Soho. Did you guys talk about that? Uh, just a little, not really though. Oh, that movie's really good. It's really well done. Um, it's, I believe, it's the last thing that um, Dame Dame really cool lines from um, Game of Thrones <laughs> did. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her name. Yeah, that's it, Diana Rick. Yeah, yep. but um. It's, it, it's her it, last film before she passed away. Yeah, I believe it's her last film before she passed away. That is excellent. I highly recommend that. Um, but yeah, I haven't really seen too much on film. Uh, there's a couple things that were on TV and film that um, we decided to go with the TV rather than risk the theaters. Um, yeah, nothing really stood out super much for me besides those, though, I think, or um, besides that one for me recently, I am really enjoying the uh, Mandalorian um, splash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should. We should. That's a spoiler, though. People may not have been able to see all those episodes. Oh, never mind. <laughs> cut that film or cut that film. Get um, caught up. That's all I have to say to you. Yeah, the finale comes out tonight, but or tomorrow morning, but this is this is the Boba Fett thing, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The last episode comes out tomorrow. Oh, it's the last. Gotcha, episode? gotcha. Is it the last, or maybe it's not? I think there's think. two more. I think was oh, it seven? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ten ultimate, and then there are one one more. Okay, good. Um, I'm gonna try to get back to my podcast. It's just been uh, it's just been so weird trying to get new get the bearings of the new place and find out what I can can actually do there and can't actually do there and what I have to do at home. And, um, yeah, but I'm trying to get back to it to doing my podcast, which is phantoms. Yep. Fishnet and phantoms. Um, all right. Sounds good. Barrett, what about you? You got anything to bring up? Um, we watched the Jack Reacher show over the weekend, uh, entirely. And it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. It is more violent than I thought it would be. Um, it's more violent than the movies, I have to say. And there are some pretty gruesome scenes in it. Uh, but the storyline's pretty good. It's it's fun to watch. Um, we watched something else over the weekend, too. Another eight-episode thing. And now I can't recall what it was. I got so caught up in Jack Reacher. I can't remember what the other thing was. <laughs> so, so Jack Reacher, they released it all at once, didn't I? They did, and I was happy for that because uh, I definitely wanted to keep watching it as each episode ended. Um, oh, and Peacemaker, of course, still oh, watching yeah. that. <laughs> still the best show on television. 
it is one of the greatest shows ever. And you should watch it, Phil. And what's it called? Oh, Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it has the, the Taylor Swift reference, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. definitely not yep. politically correct at all. <laughs> I love Give it. Me your phone. They could be here any minute. You smashed mine. I'm using yours. Mine isn't secure. I don't give a fuck. How do you know my password? I know my own birthday, dude. Taylor Swift's sexy butt. What? Your last search. Oh, no. That's um, just because I wanted to see some pictures of her sexy butt. You haven't watched Peacemaker, Phil? No. No, no he hasn't. Yeah. He would love it. I yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eagly. Yeah, I gotta take. I gotta take a look at it. I haven't. I haven't watched it yet, so it's on my agenda uh, to watch. Let's see. What about you, Sean? You got anything? Uh, so it's already been mentioned, but yeah, tomorrow is the bo- the finale for Bo the Boba Fett show. It is. Oh. It's only seven episodes, so. Say that last episode did not feel out. penultimate then. No, it yeah, it's <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a fun watch. I know that there's been some questions about it, but I've enjoyed every episode for what it's offered. Uh, and then Peacemaker has been an absolute darling <laughs> of a show to watch. Uh, James Gunn has he really gets what made Suicide Squad so good. The 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 one that was uh, came out last year. And um, he's brought it to the series with John Cena, who is hilarious. Yeah. And the cast is great. And the show is, it's this, like, out of the DC stuff that's been on TV or otherwise, like, this is my favorite for sure. Oh, yeah. No question. Right. So, and it hasn't had a down episode yet. Every no. episode has been the same level of quality. So it's done so well, and it just shows you that DC can do things right sometimes. You just have to have the right pieces and the right people doing stuff. So I like a lot of the DC stuff, so I don't know why people hate on it so much. Amen. Have you guys seen Pennyworth on HBO Max? I saw the first season when it was on uh, Epics. Okay, yeah. it's um, The second season gets pretty weird at the end, but in general, it was pretty good. And I guess they're going to start making it on HBO Epics. Um, so that's pretty awesome, too. I'm looking forward to the new season. I have no idea where they're going to go from where they went last time. But, you know, hey, whatever. That's their their job, not mine. That's interesting that it went from Epics to HBO because I swore Epics was bought by Netflix. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Their shows, the way they go is – I don't understand it anymore. Um like Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be on uh, Stars when it starts streaming and not on Disney first, from what I read in an article, which I find odd. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. and but, Stars is owned by AMC. Yeah. Is AMC Sony? Yes. Uh, yeah, AMC is Sony, isn't it? Oh, AMC then that owned... would make sense since yeah. Spider-Man is part is big uh, – Sony as well. I don't understand oh, oh, all it, that. Con- yeah, because Sony had the yeah. Spider-Man property, but they've worked out some kind of deal with Marvel and Disney. Yeah, yeah that's I don't right. know. It gets really weird. When yeah, you start that's that. right. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just basically for them to do the crossovers. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So yeah, before Disney bought Marvel, Marvel leased out or or gave the rights partly to Sony or in Columbia for 
Spider-Man. That's what it was. And, and that's why, oh, and then Netflix had a bunch of the rights too. That's why we had all those, you know, Jessica Jones and stuff. Uh, but now Disney's trying to get everything back and um, to get the crossover. Yeah. They made a deal with um, um, Sony Columbia to uh, be able to use Spider-Man. And so that's probably why they still have the right to put it on um, elsewhere instead of just Disney plus. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and so what? What? What station is it supposed to go on again when it comes out? Did you say? Stars. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. So for me, speaking of Spider-Man, I saw that uh, finally this weekend with my kids, or actually my, my youngest daughter. My youngest daughter. Yeah, yeah, it was actually really good. Um, I would uh, definitely put that um, on um, my speculative fiction best of 2021 um, and best. Um, uh, superhero film too. If it, oh. if, uh, yeah, it was really good. It's really good. It's high recommend. So I, I would I would recommend it if, if anybody uh, hasn't seen it yet. Uh, yeah, I'll see it when it starts streaming. I have stars, so I'll just watch it there when it comes out. Yeah, I wanted yeah, to see it go. in the theater, but all the Omicron stuff was getting big when it first came out, and then I yep. just, <laughs> then I just forgot about it, and I haven't seen anything in a the theater for a while because my wife, you know, worries about me and doesn't want let me go places. <laughs> Because of the Omicron. Because I got uh, issues. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, and then other, besides that, uh, I've just been playing uh, video games. Uh, so Nair, Automata, that video game uh, where you're, it's a post-apocalypse and you play an android woman who uh, fights in, uh, invading robots from space. Uh, but again, the robots have been basically left behind by the aliens. And so this is like 400 years after the invasion. And so the androids that are fighting for the humans and the robots that are fighting for the aliens are really fighting for nobody because the humans are all dead and the aliens are all gone. And so it's really just what's left over. And so the androids versus the robots um, and and such. So it's it's kind of interesting uh, game. Um, You get to blow up a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a hack and slash type game. Cool. So, so yeah, there's a lot lot of blown up uh, stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's what I've been doing. And uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, and some Sims 4, because uh, my kids like playing Sims 4, so I set that up for them too. But they're more interested in, in Nair Automata. And since it's, um, even though they're youngsters, eight and six, um, there's not much, uh, there's no blood in, in, in Nier Automata because it's all robots and androids. So. Um, and that's pretty much it for me. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Um, so, uh, before we give in our final thoughts on the film, uh, a couple of things, uh, we do a, uh, another podcast called dark discussions podcast, which is a, a weekly podcast that reviews, um, a genre film weekly, mostly horror, uh, and generally newer stuff. Um, and you can find that, um, on the, on the uh, network, um, Sean, me, you, Barrett and Kevin, let's do another podcast yes a discovery of witches demons and vampires which is fun. what's that about it's about the uh, discovery of witches season three which is the final season of the series that's right there's a television show that's on actually shutter right now at least in the states um and uh barrett me you and sean are doing a podcast starting in march Yes, we're going to be doing Halo. It's supposed to start in March, and uh, we're going to do a weekly podcast on that. Which yep. is based yep. on the Halo video game. 
That's right. That's right. And uh, the show is supposed to be on Paramount Plus, I think it is. Yes. I think Paramount it's Paramount Plus. Plus. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're pushing up NetVeg, and there's going to be a big um, advertisement for it on the Super Bowl, too, I right hear. That's where so, Lord of the Rings is going to be, too. They're going to have their first preview of the, the new show in September um, during the Super Bowl. Cool. Uh, yeah. There you go. Might have to watch <laughs> it just that? for that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And um, and uh, Amy, what's that one podcast that you do again every so often? You haven't done it for a good many um, months, but. Um, a Millionaires, uh, it's Fishnets and Phantoms. I will be trying to get back to doing it again soon. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have any way to go with it because I don't really have um, enough of my mind to point it out. But, you know, hey, it's pretty podcast that's right it's about the esoteric and um news and poetry and all sorts of cool stuff yeah it's good stuff um all right so let's give our final thoughts on uh this part uh this movie here and uh we'll start with you sean uh so it's not a great movie it's not a bad movie um I'm not sure if I would recommend it per se, but um, it has some interesting things within it. And I guess if you have time and uh, money to throw around, give it a shot. <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Well, uh, what about you, Amy? Um, I, again, kind of with uh, Sean there, it's, it's a good ish movie i mean it doesn't like hurt to watch it you won't be in pain from watching it but you'd be a little confused and kind of like oh okay well so that happened um but you know there it is um it's a good movie i guess it's okay um yeah (laughs) i don't really have anything better than that to say about it yeah it sounds good uh yeah for me um yeah i mean i mean uh I would probably wait until it becomes free and is available that way. If you did want to see it, um, uh, if you're a, a slasher um, fan that has to see all of them, I know like some uh, podcasters like Jason Lloyd, Horror Failure, he, he's a slasher fan that just has to see them all. Um, then, yeah, maybe rent it uh, or buy it or whatever. But it's definitely not a must see. Um, no, No reason to do that. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's it's like pretty much what Sean and Amy said. It's all right. Uh, Barrett. Yeah, I'm going to pretty much echo all of that. Um, right now it's number one in my film list because it's the (laughs) only movie I've seen that came out in 2022 so far. And yeah, it's number one for that reason. Uh, it will not stay in my top 10. I guarantee it. Um, it's okay. And yeah, like Phil said, I'd wait till it's free. Um, I did not buy this film. Sometimes I do, but I did not in this case. Um, it you, you won't. It doesn't hurt to see the movie, but you're not going to be inspired either. All right, sounds good. Uh, so once again, the film is available anywhere you want to buy or rent uh, digital films. Uh, it's three uh, ninety nine, three ninety nine to rent and 9.99 to purchase at, at least at one location that I saw. Uh, so you can go check it out there. Um, 
And that's pretty much it. So uh, I guess with all that stated, well, first off, uh, Amy, uh, glad you were able to rejoin us again for Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. Hopefully you'll do so again soon enough. We'll let you know. Keep you posted. Sounds good. I would uh, love to come back and love to talk to you guys some more. All right. It sounds good. And um, one other thing, too. We have doc discussions at AOL.com. You can email us or just press the contact us link on the menu uh, on the darkdiscussions.com website, and we will um, uh, read your emails on the podcast. And I know Sean will always bring this up. Uh, we do have Patreon. a Patreon. <laughs> That's right. right. Uh, so if you want to donate to the network, uh, there's a big button on the website, darkdiscussions.com, that will bring you to Patreon. Or you can just go to patreon.com backslash darkdiscussions. And for every $5 that you donate to the podcast per month, uh, you have a chance to have a film uh, reviewed by us. So, for example, if you donate $15 a month, uh, say for the month of January, or, or February, I should say, because we're in February now, uh, you could choose uh, Friday the 13th three times, or you could choose three different films, Friday the 13th, Halloween, and um, Hellraiser, and we will re take all those picks, throw it into a figurative hat, and then at the end of each quarter, we randomly pick from our um, list of films that our Patreon folks have uh, asked us to do, and we will do an episode. Uh, for example, this past week, we just recorded Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, who was uh, episode by Holly Masiak. That'll be uh, the next episode on the Dark Discussions podcast, which will come out within the next day or two. Um, so uh, uh, we do definitely record uh, films that are uh, requested from Patreon. So thank you for any help that you would like to give. And now with all that stated, I think we can get a conclusion to this episode. And uh, Barrett, why don't you lead us out? Thanks again for joining us on Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. Join us again next time when we talk about something completely different. <laughs> <laughs>